I don't know like where the technology got left behind, but I feel like every time I plug in a goddamn microphone to my computer, I might as well just be whispering into a tin fucking can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it must be the power or something. Like I'm sure it'll be better if I get a, uh, a little, um, switch or whatever. I've, I've thought about that too. And I'm like, it must just be, but I'm like, I've got, I've got like a pretty dinky fucking microphone. I'm like, it surely like I can, I can charge an iPad with this fucker and it can't (laughs) run a goddamn mic. Um, I know. I hate technology. Uh, I, I get where the olds are coming from. Uh, (laughs) You know, maybe they had something right in 2016. What? Who? You know, (laughs) it's, it's not to say that things were better, but the curtain was still (laughs) hiding the fire (laughs) is, is the thing. That's true. I missed that curtain. Oh God, me too. It was a good curtain. <laughs> Did a really good job for a long time. Look, say what you will about what was behind the curtain, but that <laughs> curtain was very good at obscuring it from our view. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was splattered in JFK's blood, but you know what? <laughs> no one cared after twenty years. Nobody cares. Look, it's fine. We all just like theorizing about whether or not he did or did not or definitely did kill Marilyn Monroe. That's it. <laughs> and yeah, and then that caused his brain to explode by itself <laughs> in Dallas that one day. The the weight of such a like the sin of of destroying such beauty was It'll make just your brain too much. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. fun murder. I was I was talking to a friend recently because they were like, ha ha, flat earth. And I and I think it's just a couple years of like passive exposure to a, a society in which QAnon exists. I'm just like, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you can't joke about conspiracies anymore. No. We've lost the privilege. <laughs> There's, it's not fun anymore. People are like it. It really is. All I pick, all I see is like when someone makes a joke. I just see that fucking idiot holding Nancy Pelosi's podium. Oh god! And then I'm just like, shut up, shut up! And I just want to. I feel. I just imagine that I'm beating that dude, and then I come to, and it's like, oh no, not again! You've got the podium in your hand. Like it was me. <clears throat> yeah, it's um. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I guess <laughs> until you lose the ability to have fun conspiracy theories. For real, like you can't even listen to Coast to Coast anymore because George Norrie is a big time COVID denier. Uh, so oh it's boy. like <laughs> that's where uh, that's where all of those uploaded archives of the the Coast to Coast from like fifteen twenty years ago so comes in handy. Good. I could still fall asleep to that shit. I. Uh, Last Halloween, I went and I, I found a site that had just compiled all of the ghost to ghost, just oh, all of the Halloween yes. ones. Yes, yes. Perfect. It was great. Just listening to a bunch of dinguses. Art, Black. art. I got, I got a ghost locked in my shed, and I need you. What do I? What should I do with it? It's screaming, and also the police have come asking about him a few times, but uh, I think he's a ghost. <laughs> they call it a hate crime. But... <laughs> Uh, I was lamenting recently, like as the proprietor of a podcast about ghosts, mm-hmm. I occasionally go looking for other like ghost media. I'm like, surely there must be podcasts or something that have curated spooky stories mm-hmm. with, you know, a little bit of production value. But nope, nope. It's all just, it's still just 
monotone dudes uh, talking about a thing that happened in a double wide in in Tuscaloosa. It's just yeah, it's just like every ghost tour you've ever been on. There's no how is there no production value in the podcasts? Right? Like I love last podcast on the left, but they're in they have like an entertainment value to them where yeah. and you know, they're they they're on their own. Um but yeah, I don't know what it is about like I think it's ever since uh, Lore came out. Everybody wants to be Lore. Hi, I'm Aaron Mankey. The syncopation of my tones will drive you mad. <laughs> and that's why I stopped listening after like two seasons. It's like, I can't do it. It's insane that somebody has gotten that far in life impersonating Ira Glass that badly. Oh my God. He's got like two <laughs> seasons of a show on Prime. It's crazy. It's bananas. Come on. Come on, internet. Um, I, I will say the, the ones that I've found, I'm actually just going to bump down my mic because I think I... I'm always louder than I give myself credit for. Um, uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with being loud. It means you're noticeable. Right? I will never be left behind in a fire or a sinking ship. <laughs> no, get Avalon the fuck out of here. <laughs> get him to shut up. Just tie me to the front of the rescue boat. I'll just scream. <laughs> I'll get us through the fog. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, on the uh, on the spooky podcast tip, the only two that I've been able to find that are consistently good, um, there's a podcast called Spooked, which is like seasonal. They they come out for a couple months a year, but hmm. it's uh, very very well curated. It's from like a storytelling studio, so it's really okay. kind of narrative focused. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, this podcast called uh, Risk which is um, people telling true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. Um, <laughs> and every year they do one Halloween episode. Dear Penthouse Forum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a number of them are pretty spicy. That is that is a fair assessment. But they do one fucking terrifying episode every year. Ooh. And, like, I mean genuinely skin-crawling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll send a link and... Uh, Please do. I... I'm going to have to check up. My dog is doing a thing. Give sure. me literally three seconds. I think he's floating. She's a, she's, she, yeah, she's four feet off the ground. Uh. <laughs> All right. So she doesn't have thumbs is the thing. So sometimes she needs help retrieving toys from crevices. Oh, you can't afford dog thumbs. <laughs> I got really excited for a second. And then I was concerned because a world where dogs have thumbs is, <laughs> I think, functionally kind of troubling. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just have human-looking thumbs? <laughs> no fur. <laughs> <laughs> just one giant naked thumb. Just one big uncle's thumb. <laughs> uh, horrifying. Truly horrifying. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, we watched uh, Cats on Sunday. Uh, and, yeah. You want to talk about eerily naked thumbs <laughs> there were a number of cats that just didn't have fur on their hands and it was really upsetting god damn so many things There's wrong about 2020 truly i like i don't want to get it i don't want this to become like a cat i know cast, right we can't <laughs> it's one of those things i will just say this that like it's not that it was bad it was bad but it's not just that it was bad it's the equivalent of like you get in an airplane and you're about to take off and then 
literally every component in, in the airplane disengages <laughs> from every other and you're left in a pile of rubble and you're like how did it get this far who gave these people money like, who wasn't how wasn't this caught earlier <laughs> like, uh, yeah for something to be that manifestly broken is is kind of impressive isn't that the idea of cats though don't you just have to like push forward didn't anybody tell what's his fuck when he wrote Fucking the goddamn Andrew thing? Lloyd Webber yeah I, I mean in whatever what, fever dream he had that his assistant wrote down that became cats. My favorite story about that is like one of his, you know, cohort saw it on opening night and they're like, Andrew, I just, I have to, I have to ask, I don't understand. Is it, is it about socialism? Are, are the cats the aristocracy? What is it? I like went off on this huge tangent about like what he thought it meant and what it might mean. And Andrew Lloyd Webber just looked him dead in the eyes and said, it, it's just about cats. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. oh, it's just about it's... cats, man. It's cats, fucking cats. Uh. <laughs> um, fuck Andrew Lloyd Webber. I, you want to talk about con artists? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I come on, him and Andrew Mink. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they deserve each other. Aaron Mankey, Aaron Mankey. <laughs> I would love to see Mankey. That's the one. It's me this whole time. Oh, I've God. been talking like this. Um, <laughs> Um, speaking of incestuous Kentuckian airlines, you're listening to Boohaha, a podcast that is ostensibly about ghosts, but more often than not about making enemies in states where people might be listening. Fuck um, you, Kentucky. Fuck them. And Missouri, too. Their chief export is what? Rust and racism? Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck you. I think I have relatives from Missouri. I have a lot of relatives in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk to them. <laughs> no. No, because they're not in cool-ass Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. If they were. Is that what we ooh. came to? <laughs> Fuck Missouri, but Kansas City is cool. I have to imagine that just by virtue of the fact that cities have more sense than everything around them, Kansas City has to be... A little bit cooler. They have a guy named Patrick Mahomes there. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, sports. <laughs> I was gonna. I was frantically clawing through my like pun sense. I'm like, what? What does that mean, Mahomes? But <laughs> what Mahomes? joke is, he doing? is that a naked gun reference? <laughs> yeah, just a serious. Like my Terminator heads up display is just flashes of Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> no, he's a football man. Ah, uh, there we go. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, it's a podcast ostensibly about ghosts, more often than not about uh, random tangents. <laughs> uh, every week, I gather my nearest and dearest to a campfire that I build on the internet. It's very hot. It's super toasty, and I can smell burning plastic. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a good uh, idea. Throw some more circuits on the fire. <laughs> But yeah, I gather my nearest and dearest uh, and regale them with spooky tales of hinky punks, boglins, and booger men. Uh, no. <laughs> you gotta look out for those booger men. <laughs> Go. Bl- blow your nose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get them out of there. It's those little uh, those little Mucinex guys. They'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. TJ Miller. <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of canceled. <laughs> he just called a bomb threat on my nose. <laughs> Um, like I said, tangents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I have 
prepared a couple of spookery tales Yay. from uh, from your neck of the woods, which is uh, Houston, Texas. Yes, Planet Houston. Yes, very mossy, very. Uh, it's a, about a, so- a lot of soggy ghosts down in the southeast <laughs> Texas land. <laughs> I feel like. Um, most of America's southern ghosts are are damp with perspiration or you know creeping mold. It's very hot. It's uh, it's a heat, but it's not the dry heat. <laughs> that's not a, that kind of. That's kind of what you hear from most of the uh, the the spirits that you encounter. They're just like, <laughs> oh, about this weather. And you're like, I know. <laughs> Tell me I, about it, ghost. Now I'm just picturing somebody wringing out a specter. <laughs> just <laughs> ectoplasm pouring out. <laughs> we got to keep these spooks dry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You don't want your your phantasms to get uh, get all mildewy. That's how you get like the black mold. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, then, Science. Then, you see? Huh? Mm-hmm. That's I'm uh, we come at Ghosts with a real Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd science perspective here. Yes, and uh, that's my favorite drama movie, is Ghostbusters. <laughs> my favorite documentary. It's <laughs> <laughs> a drama movie. What's a drama? <laughs> I like drama movies more than um, laugh laugh movies. That's a. Those are both genres on Air Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> you want to laugh laugh or cry cry? <laughs> 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 uh tell me uh tell me a little bit about your belief in the spooker natural. Oh, well I was raised Catholic, so technically that means I have to believe in ghosts. <laughs> like, At least one. Is it not the most aside from like Palomayombe or something is Catholicism <laughs> not the most terrifying religion? There is a lot of eerily dark churches and incense. Uh, there's it's Okay, so the, the more the fancier Catholic church you go to, the more fucked up you will become because the more detailed the stations of the cross are <laughs> along the wall, and so God. the more detailed torture that you see on a daily basis. I'm, I'm remembering like the place where my class sat in Catholic school was right next to the one with the spear, and so I would just oh. spend hours just looking over it at like a really kind of eerily jacked dude getting <laughs> penetrated yes. you know this explains a couple things actually yeah, right hmm. all right well turns out <laughs> <laughs> spooks and ghosts so you by virtue of your catholic upbringing yeah that, you you believe in at least one there, ghost. i do one big one uh, yeah he's the scariest and he'll get you uh, yeah truly you know <laughs> It, as far as ghosts go, you know, you see a ghost, maybe you'll never see that ghost again. But we know that that one's coming back. <laughs> yep, he's right. And as a lion, not a lamb. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting. Is that? Oh, <laughs> nope, that's not him. What? what? No. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, aside from being Catholic, because uh, being Catholic means you don't talk about it all that much. Uh, other than that, my family was pretty, not like goth or anything but my parents both have their own <laughs> ghost stories my parents aren't that cool but um you know. I, I love the idea of goth goth <laughs> 90s parents that would take me to catholic church <laughs> <laughs> drop you off in like the monsters fucking hearse <laughs> here's some coins or afterwards have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Both of your parents are Vincent Price. Sorry. Yes. <laughs>
Have a good day at ghoul. So your like spooky Vincent Price goth parents have have ghost stories. Yeah, they seem to be. They they took to the like spiritual side of religion uh, more than I did. So there's always kind of like an openness to um, the spooky. And like my sister and I didn't have a ton of like restrictions on like what came, we watched a lot of Fox, which Fox sure. back in the day back in the nineties oh, had yeah. all those great um, spooky shit. So. Oh. And that's another I mean to just drop last podcast on the left again. That's why they're such a perfect. That's why they're my favorite show because aside from this one, sure, um, of course, because it just compliment accepted. If, if you watched Fox or even just being a fan of The Simpsons, like you kind of would get a sense of the the esoteric, the the things a little bit in the shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I always wanted to see a ghost. It's it's the perfect channel into a, a childhood of Fox Television has primed that pump. I, yeah, I mean, even later in life, I really thought Ghost Hunters was gonna like find something. I thought I watched you... every episode. I was like, this is the one. It's not a bit in the news, and they're not releasing any information other than on this show every Friday night on whatever channel. But they're gonna crack. Dan it. Aykroyd said they exist, so <laughs> hey. one day. <laughs> if we can't trust a, the Ghostbuster, who can you trust? It it really throws some doubt onto who I'm going to call. Uh, so. <laughs> At least it's not Tom DeLong. <clears throat> <laughs> He's not putting like a blurry picture of like a napkin and going, "Real, this is a ghost. Check it out." It, yeah, it could be worse. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 right there with you. Like, definitely, uh, not spoilers for later. But you <laughs> you say you always wanted to see a ghost. I assume that means that you never have. I have never seen one, Ooh. but I have experienced one. Ooh, I, I can't, can't Dan Aykroyd blowjob ghost. <laughs> it was Dan Aykroyd's ghost. He was real horny and very inappropriate. I occasionally just, you know, I'll be like washing dishes, standing around and be like, oh yeah, Dan Aykroyd got a blowjob from the ghost in that movie from my childhood. Huh. Yeah. Speaking of blowjobs, let's get into these spooky stories. I remain bad at segues. Um, so uh, yeah, so I've I've pulled together some spooky tales from uh, around Texas, Texas. from the, the yeah. south. Yeah, it's uh, you know there's only so many ghosts per square mile, and uh, I, I don't want to confine myself just to uh, Houston. So. Hey, as as long as there's witnesses in this story that their vernacular would lead them to say, y'all see that? Then I'm fine. <laughs> uh, based on my skimming, there's at least one yeehaw that we're going to encounter. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll get my sixers, my six shooters out. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Put in some so, dip. Yeah. <laughs> like chips? Just fucking read your goddamn story. <laughs> Hi, I'm the most <laughs> northern guy in the world. Hey, fellows. Tell me more about this chaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Chain me to the back of your truck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
this must be one of those tailgatings that I've heard so much about. <laughs> hey, chaps, a little bumpy on the road, don't you think? <laughs> I'm just Jenna from 30 Rock at this point. Um. <laughs> uh, so, spooky tales from spooky Texas. We have no trespassing. Amber. Alert. That's okay, just, just amber. Just, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the, it's a it's a spooky concept. You gotta admit. <laughs> Are you gonna tell me the story, like the real life true crime story of why the amber alert got him? Because that's I don't want to do that, Avalon. Oh God. Well, it it happened when when a kid got trapped in uh, in some <laughs> no, tree no, resin. No, uh, yeah, John no, Hammond. No, but found it in a mine. No, but that doesn't mean not yes ending this bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, something something Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> So uh, next one we've got Evil Eye, the the half clad ghost, (laughs) the dance, Hmm. and finally the black cat's massage message. The black cat's message. (laughs) Well, well, not anymore. (laughs) Throw that one out. (laughs) It would be great if it was just a cat like making biscuits on you. (laughs) (laughs) All keeny. That's the whole story. <laughs> it's just uh, ten pages of. It's, just, it's written in a voice you could tell. It's like one time I had a kitty <laughs> on my belly. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, hmm, man, no trespassing. Just I feel like I I know what that's about. I feel like I've <laughs> been in that story. Uh, Have you seen Deliverance? If I mean honestly, if you, I think everybody that has was a teen that learned how to drive in texas you have a story of accidentally pulling on someone's property and having a gun go off behind you i think that that's a pretty normal experience right no this country is hell (laughs) it's oh my god the funny thing is that guy pulled us like we pulled over and talked to that dude and he was like it's just you know we had uh they had some shit stolen off their property before. And he was like, and my kids, you know, y'all are scaring my kids turning around like that. And I'm like, what skit? Did you fire the gun off to make them feel better? Like, yeah, <laughs> nothing comforts my children like cold steel. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, well, you know, when, when there's a series of scary noises, nothing, nothing makes that better. Like no noise. Just <laughs> a loud ringing sound. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't hear nothing now. Um, let's go with the half-clad ghost, and I will take Ooh, my pants off. The half-clad ghost. I mean, look, we can we can hope that it's the pants. It could just be <laughs> just a shirtless ghost. <laughs> Maybe it's the story of Chippendales. <laughs> uh, that's actually uh, in another book. It's called "The Ghost Wore Breakaway Pants." <laughs> the ghost was working for the weekend. <laughs> when I think Chippendales, all I know is the SNL skit. I'm sorry. I I feel like I used to see posters, like, and I'm not sure. Like, if this I, I used to live in Germany, I'm not sure if this is like one of those like weird cultural mistranslation things. Like, you know, sometimes things just won't arrive correctly, and people be like, "Oh yeah, it's like a fun family show or whatever." <laughs> and I just remember seeing like Rescue Rangers, yeah. Yeah, we love it, yes. (laughs) And, like, I just remember seeing posters for Chippendales. I'm like, that seems weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, come look at the penis, the way that flops. 
<laughs> More importantly, admire the engineering marvel that is breakaway <laughs> pants. They love those breakaway pants. They can't get over them. <laughs> look, he has his hosen, and they look very solid. He can squat, as we see, but then gone in an instant. <laughs> And that's uh, that's German society in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> I could hear you with a German accent describe any mundane thing. Look, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, next, that, that'll be the show that we do. Yeah, it's just it's uh, German German guy reacts to American culture. Uh, oh wait, no, we just came up with Flulaborg. Damn oh it. yeah, we just invented Flulaborg. <laughs> This we've we've hit peak idea. There's just nothing left at this point. Everything comes back to a YouTube channel that already exists. Increasingly, man, fucking God, you're telling me. Just don't even try. Stop. Stop <clears throat> producing. Not you're, you're you never. Avalon. You yes, the listener. No, I I will never stop. But <laughs> listeners, fucking get off my toe. <laughs> there ain't nothing for you here. <laughs> yeah, gunshot sound effect. Got- Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be in and out of a Texas accent all day. <laughs> uh, I I will try not to drift into one as I read for fear of insulting you. <laughs> <clears throat> the Half-Clad Ghost. This is from lovely Waco, Texas. Oh, sorry. He's not stripping. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, is that the deliverance thing? No, it's not. It's a different. Um, it's more poppy. Yeah, it's got it's got it's got a rhythm to it. So it's hard to dance to dueling banjos. That's not true. <laughs> it's not at all. It's not in rhythm, but you're dancing. No, but you you can move to it. <laughs> Anything's dancing if you call it dancing. <laughs> Anything's dancing if your feet are being shot at by a guy in a bar. <laughs> um. All right, the half-clad ghost. Tess Grant stood at the grave long after the rest of the family had gone back down the hill. Ben, her eldest son, had urged her to leave with him, but she had shaken her head. I need to be alone with your pa, she told him. And just so that the listeners know, pa is spelled not P-A, but P-A-W. Yeah, they'd buried a a large bear paw that day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna go up to the mausoleum where I stashed those crullers. (laughs) This everything you see is food. It's the worst when you walk up. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to eat your husband's corpse. (laughs) (laughs) So... The gravediggers were shuffling about impatiently a few yards away, wanting to finish the job and get home. I wanted to eat that bear paw. <laughs> I'm the weird donut cannibal man here. <laughs> Ladies on my turf. <laughs> uh, but Tess wasn't ready to leave. She gazed down at the flower-strewn casket in the ground. <laughs> Thinking about the years she had spent with her husband. Henry's eyes, she remembered, had popped right out of his head. Oh, God. <laughs> what? The, 
All right, there's a little bit more to that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> She's not remembering how he died. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Henry's eyes, she remembered, popped right out of his head the first time he had seen her. It had taken him a few weeks to get up the gumption to talk to her, because he thought that a classy dame like her wouldn't want to associate with a dirt-poor farmer. And he's got to wait for his eyes to heal. Yeah, it's hard to push them back in when you've got farm dirt all over your hands. <laughs> uh, my life hasn't been the same since I learned that that's a thing that can happen. Uh, God. Ugh. Yep. Let's talk about that. Human body is a nightmare. <laughs> We're just sacks of goo. <laughs> <laughs> and weird shitty rocks. I shouldn't be. <laughs> that's what I say every day when I wake up. That's that's how I greet the dawn. And then just a, <laughs> a hearty scream into the void. Well, fine. I guess I'll make an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I've, I've found that some other weird goop is the best cure for thinking that you're full of weird goop. <laughs> I'm better than this goop. <laughs> this goop is menses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of the goop. Uh, top of the heap of goop. <laughs> Tess chuckled suddenly, recalling the many times that Henry had dragged her away from her choice to inspect his latest invention. Rude. All right. Henry considered himself to be another Ben Franklin. Unfortunately, none of his inventions ever worked. But he had been struck by lightning several times. <laughs> and invented a number of smokeless ashtrays. <laughs> <laughs> Their house was riddled with mogwai. I mean, the water would be less of an issue in oh, Texas, sure. so just, can you imagine just a bunch of mouse traps full of fucking dead gizmos? <laughs> <laughs> They're in the pantry again. <laughs> Where are you getting your water from, like a pump? Or like a well? They're singing that weird little fucking song as, as they're dragging the trap around behind them. <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's gruesome um, unfortunately none of his inventions ever worked he had nearly blown them all to kingdom come more than once of course life with henry hadn't always been a bed of roses in... yeah because of all the explosions yeah right <laughs> nothing is sounding good so far he almost killed us many times but it wasn't all good <laughs> Um, <laughs> there were difficulties. <laughs> he always had to have the last word, no matter if he were right or wrong. And he always yeah, the bitch, the bitch. <laughs> Just bitch, bitch, bitch is all I heard there. And that, yeah, probably. <laughs> all right. He always no. insisted on wearing two pairs of underwear. <laughs> this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he called them drawers <laughs> all right wore them every day even in the heat of summer it, <sighs> it made twice as much work washing up yeah sure how hard do you have to sh how hard and how often do you have to shit your pants how often are you squatting in your pants <laughs> like you're just making sure god get it up at every cleft and crevice of my skin gut Listen here. My favorite food is just a tub of Olestra. 
That's good yeast. <laughs> That's just two pairs of underwear. He's <clears throat> not even Mormon. Even in the heat, yeah, these aren't, none of them are magical. They would have said so. Wow. Huh. As far as we know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll, we'll, who knows? We'll get there. In the in the MCU of this story, <laughs> there's a white salamander in the desert, bearing two golden tablets wreathed in flame. <laughs> I wear three pairs of underwear. <laughs> That's your villain. <laughs> He's evil because he has more cotton on his penis. Ah, <laughs> see, you see how it bulges. <laughs> A veritable cod piece I have. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Tess shook her head over the memory. She had fussed and fussed at Henry, but to no avail. He still wore his two pairs of drawers every day. <laughs> this is terrifying. Yeah, it's... <laughs> we're, we're, we're learning about a man going slowly insane. <laughs> Painting a, a gruesome picture. <laughs> when does he shoot up a mall? <laughs> Oh, well, here we go. At last, or at least she had gotten the last word about those blasted drawers of his. She'd had him buried in his best suit and one pair of drawers, like a normal Christian. You're going to get the last word now, you son of a bitch. She could take comfort in that. (laughs) Tess sighed. She missed Henry terribly, and probably always would. Behind her, she could hear the gravediggers muttering restlessly. Donut man. Couldn't get my hand on that bad pair of underwear. No, we have no pairs of underwear about that. Gotta bury a maple bar later. <laughs> <clears throat> Goodbye, Henry, Tess said. I'll be seeing you soon in glory. The movie? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Matty <laughs> Roderick, huh? <clears throat> I'm assuming they mean uh, is isn't that like a like a corn pone hillbilly thing to call the afterlife glory? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They'll either call it that or Valhalla. I learned that from Westworld. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of historical facts you can learn from that show. It's where I glean most of my information about the American South. Your people <laughs> are all uh, complicated automatons. Yes, it's very difficult to stay charged. <laughs> She went down the hill, and Ben helped her into her carriage to drive her home. The house seemed empty without Henry popping in and out to get her opinion on the latest invention or to ask her for help in the barn. Still two pairs. (laughs) I need more. (laughs) These ones are made out of a thin foil to protect my gonads from space rays. Oh, Henry. (laughs) I'll hide the guns now. Oh, I'll be eating your hand soon. (laughs) It's weird that they haven't mentioned the fact that one of his hands was a donut. (laughs) That's one of his best, his only good inventions. (laughs) A machine that turns one of your hands into a crawler. Henry, I know that you're just tucking your sleeve over your hand and holding a donut. It's magic. I mean, in science. It's science. (laughs) Beep, beep. (laughs) Oh, Henry. Uh, Ben came over each morning and evening to take care of the chores and his wife, Mammy and the we're changing that name (laughs) (laughs) he just got us cancelled Avalon (laughs) 
I, uh, let's, Marnie, his wife, Marnie, Marnie, uh, and the grandkids were always stopping by to see how Grandma was doing. But Tess still felt her loss keenly. Once she took out Henry's second best pair of drawers. No. <laughs> laughing and crying over them as she remembered how often they had argued. How do you rank underwear back then? A, a man like Henry, who I'm assuming has some industrial grade OCD going on, <laughs> probably had like a, a drawer with like a list on it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, a little nook for each pair. He's got his underwear journal. <laughs> mm, uh, mm, the white ones are my favorite because they're not as itchy as the blue ones. Blue than white, blue than white, blue than white. <laughs> <clears throat> That night, as Tess sat out on her front porch, rocking and watching the sunset, she felt a sudden breeze chill her skin. She shivered and stood to go inside. Then she froze. Coming toward her, across the front yard, was a man who looked just like Henry. He had the same wide-set eyes and graying hair, the same way of walking. The man stopped, and Tess realized with a shudder that it was Henry. And that she could see right through him. <laughs> Except for his underwear. His goddamn underwear. <laughs> you could see right through him. Except for those blasted drawers. <laughs> You'll never see my wee-wee. <laughs> Tess gave a shriek of fright. Henry blinked in surprise and then faded away. Oh, rude. Ooh, boys, I just wanted to come and get my undies. <laughs> Mom, are you all right? Ben yelled as he came hurrying from the barn. Tess was still shaking with fear, but she managed a smile for poor, overworked Ben. I just saw a huge spider, she said. <laughs> it was ten feet tall, <laughs> and it wore a top hat. It's a giant mechanical spider being driven by <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> okay, Mom, let's get you back to bed. Will Smith was a cowboy. <laughs> it was Kevin Klein's comeback. He had such sandy boobs. <laughs> or no, what were they filled with? They were full of buckwheat. God, why do I have so much of that movie in my head? Oh my God. Jesus. I even forgot about that scene. Yeah, yeah. And then you have M. Emmett Walsh as the train conductor who's like standing nearby being like, oh, they're feeling each other's breasts. <laughs> I love this job. <laughs> I love spying on these old timey gay men. <laughs> Why can't they just be free like old gay train conductor F. Emmett Walsh? <laughs> it's life on the rails. It's truly free. Life on the rails, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Life getting railed, more like. Hey. <laughs> 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 uh, trains. <clears throat> Tess went inside and drank a cup of tea to steady herself. Had she really seen Henry's ghost? She decided that it must have been a trick of the light. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Which, in my experience, is the easiest way to excuse madness, but all I've right. Seen, <laughs> I've seen so many tricks of the light, ghost gets surprised. 
Yeah, I hate it when, you know, there's a, a reflection off of a mirror and I see a fully formed three-dimensional man that I know. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. yeah no, a rainbow. But... Yeah. Optics, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> These cones and rods are crazy, right? <clears throat> I feel like I should have drank more water today. Um <laughs> Or maybe that's just the part, like, I don't know, maybe I'm at the age where I just make gross old man noises. I don't know. Yeah. Do you grunt every time you stand up from a chair? I've been doing that since I was, like, 12 years old. Like, I'm not sure if it was just learned behavior from hanging out with old people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You were in Germany, so. That's. (laughs) They're, like, extra old over there. I also, like, stand up and do, like, a little, like, you know, lederhosen dance. (laughs) I slap my knees a bunch. Man, now that I think about it, you do always drink out of a large stein. <laughs> it is also full of sausages. <laughs> uh, it's a shame we weren't on video because a bunch of sausage just poured out of my mouth. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a weird gypsy curse. It's a li- <laughs> Romani curse. Yes, yes. Apologies. <laughs> Don't turn me into a werewolf or curse me to be thin, please. <laughs> uh, just just the word is offensive like we could say all of the, i know we could put all the stereotypes out there but as long as it's romani look, it's a romani curse i don't want any of our romani listeners to <laughs> put a curse on me <laughs> there's nothing i want less than to be dragged to hell there is a village <laughs> somewhere in the eastern block burning us in effigy right now <laughs> you mean another one uh. <laughs> no that's the other ones in kentucky <laughs> oh boy let's hope they never find each other <laughs> uh, Yikes! <clears throat> in the bright sunlight the next morning tess soon forgot about the ghost but as yeah. dusk fell and the icy breeze returned What? The end. <laughs> oh, she I see. put on a sweater. <clears throat> There's a page break here, and it's like, but as the dusk fell and the icy breeze returned, touching her skin while she washed the supper dishes. Oh, nice. And then the sentence ends. There should be another clause uh-huh. there, but there isn't. Huh. Tess turned and saw Henry standing in the doorway, looking straight at her. Hey, babe. Eh, pants, drawers. <laughs> <laughs> She dropped the plate she was holding. Henry frowned and disappeared. <laughs> Marnie came rushing in from the parlor. Get your shit together, Tess. <laughs> Marnie came rushing in from the parlor. Mother Grant, are you all right? I just, I saw that giant mechanical spider again. <laughs> Dr. Arliss Loveless is trying to take over the union. <laughs> he wants to sell the Louisiana Purchase back to France. God damn, you remember far too much of that movie. That's really upsetting to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, the blasted plate just dropped right out of my hand. (laughs) Yep. The fucking Um, thing jumped. Can you believe it? (laughs) Spiders or something. I don't know. Um, I'll clean it up, said Marnie. Oh no, I I made the mess. I'll I'll clean it up, Tess said, shooing her away. She picked up the broken shards and swept the floor carefully. 
Living with Henry was enough to drive anyone stark raving mad, Tess muttered to herself as she dried the last dish. It's already dead. (laughs) And now that he's dead and buried, it's still driving me crazy. (laughs) That was one of my best plates. The next evening at dusk, Tess sat down on the porch with her knitting and waited for Henry to show up. Sure enough, she felt a cold breeze, and a moment later... There he came, walking towards her across the lawn. They they stared at each other for a long moment. Then Henry frowned and disappeared. Come on, she didn't even do anything this time. Come on, Henry. Fuck. What a grump. Tess had no idea why Henry kept coming back to haunt her. If she'd gone to glory, she sure wouldn't want to come back to Earth. No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hate this place. It's it's truly awful. I wish that God had taken me. <laughs> Tess said, eyeballing the bottle of rat poison. Oh, God. <laughs> A ghost story by Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> something, something, ear poison. Um, <clears throat> that night, Tess told Ben that she was feeling a bit lonely in the big house. And if he wouldn't mind staying with her for the next few nights. No, I thought I, I thought we got off Kentucky here. <laughs> it's so cold here uh, in bed. Oh, Ben, I seem to be stuck in this wash basin. <laughs> well, I can't think of a more southern sentence than that. <laughs> Ben was so happy he gave Tess a hug. Uh Uh-oh. He'd wanted to invite Tess to stay with them, but he'd been afraid that she wouldn't want to leave her old house. Tess packed a bag and went home with Ben. After supper, while Marnie was tucking the kids into bed, Tess took a stroll around the backyard. As they stood beside the swing talking about Henry, Tess felt a familiar cold breeze. Behind, um, <laughs> beside her, not behind her, um, Ben gave a shiver and said, It's getting chilly, Ma. We'd better go in. <laughs> ben stopped, his mouth frozen open in shock. Tess knew even before he turned to look that Henry was coming across the yard towards him. Pa! With a W, <laughs> gasped Ben, <laughs> pointing at the baked good. <laughs> <laughs> it's him crawler and everything <laughs> oh our yeasty yeasty father <laughs> uh, Tess shook her head as Henry's ghost stepped in front of the swing he stared at Tess and then stared right back at him oh wait he stared at Tess and she stared right back at him Ben looked back and forth between his parents one dead one alive Tess could tell that Ben wanted to speak but didn't know what to say. Tess was beginning to find the situation annoying. <laughs> if Henry was going to haunt her, at least he could tell her what he wanted. Tess put her hands on her hips and said, What in the name of God do you want, Henry? <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> Henry cocked his head, considering her question just as he had often done in life. Tess began to tap her toe, a sure sign that she was getting ready to box Henry's ears if he didn't speak up. <laughs> Jesus. There's a Henry. lot of problematic behavior in this. Uh, a lot of just normalized domestic abuse <laughs> in the past. Straight to the moon. 
<laughs> oh, boy. Henry flinched a bit and said, Honey, give me another pair of drawers, please. <laughs> I feel naked up here in heaven. <laughs> I keep letting out all these cold farts. <laughs> It's it's like when you have to pee and sometimes you feel like people can see that you have to pee and then you feel <laughs> naked, but instead of people, it's Jesus. <laughs> He's really judgmental. St. Peter saw my knob. <laughs> uh, for mercy's sake, gasped Tess. You came all the way back from heaven for another pair of drawers? Henry grinned sheepishly and nodded. <laughs> this story brought to us by undiagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder and uh the, the horrors of the past <clears throat> yeah what's not mentioned is all the slaves in the background of the story <laughs> what's also not mentioned is all of the all of the weird neuroatypical tics that uh, henry had that were beaten out of him by bullies that's why he got that donut hand <laughs> I told him it was an invention, but it was really just because they put my hand in a pencil sharpener. <laughs> my tiny, tiny hand. It's so sharp. <laughs> all I can do is hold soft pastries. <laughs> it's more like a, a donut kebab. I have a job down at the local bakery where I display pies. <laughs> a pie is the worst baked good to spear. I'm not the owner of the bakery, okay? That's fine. I shouldn't give Henry a, a hard time just because. It's a giant toothpick. You ever seen a toothpick? In you just, you just, you're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm picturing like, it's like an old-timey Costco where there, there's just a bunch of pie pieces, but there's just a guy with a giant fucking <laughs> ah, like, ah, ice hook on his ah. hand. <laughs> Uh, they, yeah, they they impale your mouth with the uh, with the giant fucking fish hook. <clears throat> well, where were we? Uh, well, all right. Ben will put another pair on you tomorrow morning, won't you, Ben? Tess turned to glare at her oldest son. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I guess I will. Ben swallowed hard. He didn't want to dig up his father's corpse, but he knew better than to argue with his mother when she spoke in that tone of voice, and also when there's a ghost standing there. <laughs> well, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of this ghost. How yeah. long has he been? To, it's Texas, so it doesn't matter. Like, uh, more than, like, they're not burying you when you're, like, an hour or two dead. Like, that corpse has been... No, no, no. It's been He's... a week. Oh, yeah. At least. It's going to be ripe. Oof. Jesus. Yeah, just the glee. Like, okay, Ben will dig you up and put underwear on you. Go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Stop frowning at me, Ben. Just do it. This is the most, like, I, you know, we've heard a lot of troubling character traits so far, but the the quickness which with, with which this woman was like, all right, we'll dig up your corpse and put more underwear on you then, ghost. <laughs> done and done. You couldn't just be like, can we just put them in the coffin like you know do we have to, can you have them can you put them on i in... will put i'll set them out how about that we can bury you with all of them uh, take your pick <laughs> there's got to be options 
How does that suit you, Henry Grant? Tess said. Thanks, honey, Henry said, starting to fade away. Henry Grant, you come back here this instant, said Tess. Henry's ghost solidified immediately. What? <laughs> Stood at I'm attention. I'm alive! <laughs> oh, no, I, I meant a boner. Oh, I <laughs> see. <laughs> Broke through that underwear, huh? That's why he wears two pairs. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> With, hog. To restrain that fucking massive oh hog. Jeez, wow. <laughs> Henry, whoa. It's a real fucking maple bar. <laughs> <laughs> A giant <laughs> dick in your pants? You're just happy to see me. Oh, man. It's glazed. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yep, me too. Bit over. <laughs> uh, what do you want, honey lamb? Henry asked soothingly. Gross. Mm. Are you done haunting me? Tess demanded. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now that I... I'm sorry, I need to do the old man voice. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Now that I got me a second pair of drawers, I'll be fit for company up in glory. I'll be waiting for you there. (laughs) You bitch, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Take my pants. Ow. Good, I'll meet you there by and by, said Tess. You'll like it there, Tess, my girl, Henry cried enthusiastically. It's one of those things where, like, the conversation should have ended a couple sentences yeah, ago. Yeah, right. still it's going. Like, okay, wow, we're still writing this down, huh? Anyway, talk to you soon. Yes, yes, it's no. It'll be good to, when I see you. But, yeah. <laughs> when are you coming? Anyway, okay. Oh, I almost forgot. That's, well, yep. Yeah. I'm already hanging up. Goodbye. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I've got a... Oh, Jesus Christ. I've got a great big laboratory with all <laughs> kinds of chemicals and tubes and wires and things... I'll be the greatest inventor in heaven. Wait and see. Wow, great. Henry, that sounds like a version of hell for me, but I I sure can't wait. I guess time is linear, so I can't see the inventions of the future yet. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey keeps talking to me through a bookshelf. (laughs) Tess, who's Murph? (laughs) Uh, Fuck Interstellar. Fuck Christopher Nolan. Mm Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, Tess said. You'd best be getting started then. <laughs> Why is this still happening? <laughs> yes, indeed, Henry said. See you later, honey lamb. Then Henry disappeared, and Tess sat down on the swing. Ma, gasped Ben. Was that really Pa? <laughs> ben, not being the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah. <clears throat> ben helped Tess off the swing and they walked back to the house. Now, don't you forget to put that second pair of drawers on your father tomorrow, or he'll be a haunting us till kingdom come. God damn. Oh. Uh, no, Mom, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Correction, Mother. He'll be haunting you. <laughs> yeah. You brought him to me. <laughs> Tess shook her head in disbelief. I don't know what the good Lord was thinking when he gave Henry that laboratory. What? Jesus. What the fuck? What the... Ben, my boy, I just hope that the good Lord put Henry in the farthest corner of heaven so there won't be any pearly gates by the time we get there. Does this come out of a coloring book? Has he got a suicide bomb? Hev- like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Henry killed God. Did this ghost story come from our Catholic childhoods? <laughs> End of story. Yay.
Well, that was a, those were words those in a row. Words. Um, who knew the story of the half-clad ghost would be so silly? Just so silly and goofy. I, I have to say, I I feel like we've been sold a bit of a false bill of goods because, by definition, that ghost was not half-clad. No. Even even if we use Henry's idea of what being fully clad is, that right. ghost was probably like seven five percent clad. You know, uh, like, that that clad could get into most restaurants. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. It's you have your shoes, you have your shirt, service, service. <laughs> and that's what they will say to you when you walk in. They say service. I want a sign that says shirt, shoes, service. <laughs> I'm just going to get you one of those no shirt, no shoes, no service sign and just paint over the nose. Just kind of just cut, cut the fabric out so it reveals my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Will you let me in now, fucker? <laughs> Look at my toes. <laughs> a man with a shirt full of uh, bear claws is uh, <laughs> causing trouble down here at the Red Robin. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was uh, that was a story. <clears throat> Indeed, it was. Uh, we always give these stories a rating on a scale of. Um, one to five things of your choosing. Um, I am. I'm going to give this one three pairs of underwear that a slow son has to put on his father's corpse. <laughs> uh, I, I. That's fair. Um, I will give this um, ten lines of extemporaneous dialogue. <laughs> I I think that's that's also fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, you know it's 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 middle of the road. It's it's fine. It's um, I tell it to my kid. Yeah, it's not. It seems like it came out of those uh, you know the window viper. Oh like yeah, you come books. to vipe your windows. Yeah. Um, that's the the thing about these books is you never can tell. The, these are all f- from a book of a, a series of books called Spooky. Insert place name here by uh, Shashi Schlosser. Uh, and half of them are like whimsical doof arounds, like ha ha, ghosty ghost of poops. Uh, and then the <laughs> other half, it's like the butcher wanted to kill his wife, so he put her into the grinder. And when his when her ghost came out, you could see her horrible ground up little teeth nubs poking through her ripped up sausage lips. Um, Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's either laughy joke around or hideous gore <laughs> all right you never you never can tell it's um, just like the bible yeah exactly it's you, sometimes you get uh, a, a lovely little little story about doing the right thing and other times you get a series of daughters drugging their father so that they can get pregnant by him and carry on his line the tale literally as old as time yep yep it's an old tale. It's a very, it's a long tale. <laughs> it's a matted, gross, dirty tale. Ew. Uh, well, then I think with with that middle of the road, it was fine rating. We're we're ready to move on to the next one. And for this one, I get to choose. Uh, I am going to take a look here. We've got just to refresh my and your memory. We have No Trespassing, Amber, The Evil Eye, The Half-Clad Ghost, 
the dance and the black cat's massage i think i have to say i am <clears throat> i am curious about the black cat's massage but i, I know but i think <clears throat> i feel like it might also involve tess <laughs> Go put some underwear on that cat. (laughs) (laughs) Then rub it down for a while. Um, I think I might... I'm not holding my mic. Yeah, (laughs) I got... (laughs) Already so engrossed in the story. (laughs) It's so good. Amarillo. It's a a lovely liqueur, right? Oh, yeah. It's full of dirt and <laughs> not subtle, not-so-subtle racism. Mmm, <laughs> a fine vintage. Fucking <laughs> Amarillo, Texas. Like, there's there's nowheres, and then there's Amarillo. <clears throat> That's the other thing, like, looking through here. Oh, I guess there is a... I, I was looking for a Houston, I didn't find one. There is one, but it's Grandmother Matilda, and that sounds Ugh, awful. Yeah, fuck so, that shit. Hard, hard pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amarillo is in the uh, <clears throat> northwestern part of the state, all desert and shit. I just... <laughs> how, how far? Super northwest, or...? It's pretty far northwest. It's, okay. uh, it's a good 10 hours from Houston. Good lord. Yes. It's, I, it, it's too big. It's a very big state. I once drove uh, from Houston to uh, another place, to the Guadalupe <laughs> Mountain Range. 13 hours, all still in Texas. That, you could... Uh, we drove down to L.A. once, and I think that was like 18 hours. Yeah. That's... Uh, it, you know, yeah. it's it's funny when people say like, "Oh, you know, America. We're just you know, a country that needs to come together." I'm like, functionally, how is that possible? It's, it's really this, not. The only way that this is going to work out is if we break up into at least thirty smaller countries, mm-hmm. which or maybe like fifty states. Wait. Oh yeah, that would work. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, you think you think California is ever going to fucking leave us alone? Now we're not getting rid of them that easy. Nope. No. Texas either. They're, they'll just be like, we'll secede anymore. Like, we'll just go. Yeah. Let's do it then. <clears throat> Didn't that happen recently that, like, oh, yeah, it was immediately before uh, Texas's wonderful power grid failed that, like, mm-hmm. some shitty Republican legislator was like, well, we should just uh, introduce a bill to secede. <laughs> and, like, as as if there was a vengeful Old Testament God saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> You want to know what that looks like? Here you go. Yeah. I go right for it. <sighs> well, enough current affairs. Let's talk about some uh, Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Opposite. So, let me get a little sippy of sip water. Yeah, got to gotta hydrate. Got to gotta grease up those pipes. And my cotton mouth lips smacking. That Mic'd up. One of the things that I, I have come to realize is that I just make a series of really unpleasant mouth noises. It's unavoidable. It's, I, I, like, I don't, 
I don't know how somebody like Casey Kasem does it. Should I just be doing this all the time? Is that the only way not to make fucking gross mouth noise? <laughs> yes, you keep your lips apart. Only Sibilance. talk with your teeth. Sibilance. Sibilance. <laughs> you are no longer a human being. Uh, I do feel more powerful. Like I, I feel like that's a good... You know, they say, like, do two minutes of, like, you know, Wonder Woman or Superman posing and you'll be more confident. I feel like just talking like this for a couple minutes would probably do the trick. It's very good when you work with your voice and your mouth, you know? Uh Like, you you have to do those poses with your mouth. Citizens, please do not be afraid. (laughs) Flex your tongue. (laughs) Flex your tongue, citizen. <laughs> Mom, Superman's creeping me out. <laughs> no, don't tell anybody or I'll kill you. I can fire laser beams out of my eyes. You should thank your lucky stars that I'm not even a little bit more human. <laughs> yeah, he's a, it, terrifying. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get everyone in Man of Steel being like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Angry you... God, pass. Yeah, no, thank you. Speaking of pass, <laughs> should we get into no trespassing? Ooh. You can take, t- take some notes from me, Avalon. No <laughs> trespassing. <laughs> Did I do it? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Nailed. Okay. Amarillo. By morning. They were driving. <laughs> yeah, can't even get into the first sentence. Was that a by Menon riff? <laughs> no. Amarillo by morning. That's the oh. only line of that song that I know. <clears throat> the My mind immediately went to by Menon. <laughs> well, that's because you're watching too much Seinfeld. <laughs> and I love Speed Stick Lady Speed Stick. <laughs> wow. Are you getting paid? <laughs> uh, it sounded like you said, are you eating paint? Are you getting paid? Yes. Oh, yes. I am getting but paid. Also, are you eating paint? <laughs> I am eating paint, and I am <laughs> getting paid by Menon. <laughs> they pay me a lady speed stick, and I just eat it. Uh, all right, we have to. We got to do this, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. They were driving down a lonely stretch of highway at dusk when a thunderstorm came crashing down on them. The wind whipped the car crazily, making it hard to steer, and the gusts of rain made it hard to see. Peggy's boyfriend, Tommy, classic uh, Texas couple, Peggy sure. and Tommy, mm-hmm. they've been together for years now. I'm, I'm picturing, uh, I'm, I'm picturing a, a poodle skirt and a letter sweater. You're nailing it. That's what the pictures look like in the book mm-hmm. that I'm making with my brain eyes. <laughs> the book that is your mind. <laughs> yep. You do. I actually didn't get the pictures. This is all just coming from my dome. I'll, uh, I'll send you the. I'll send you the illustration afterward, and okay. uh, and you can compare. Okay. Uh, Peggy's boyfriend Tommy slowed the car until they were barely moving forward. They kept their. They crept their way past the only house they'd seen for miles. A formidable, dilapidated structure with a sagging tower in one corner and a warped wraparound porch. The front yard was surrounded by barbed wire fences. Plastered all over the fences and on every available tree in the overgrown yard were no trespassing signs, like the title of the story. <laughs> a single light shone down in a dirty, cracked downstairs window, but it did not look welcoming, not even in the early dusk brought on by the howling storm. What, you mean that the house surrounded by barbed wire and looking like the Amityville Horror it was not... You just get some sunlight on it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful home. 
<laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's give the uh, let's give this thing the this old house treatment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a real ominous kind of a fixer upper. <laughs> Everybody's dead. <laughs> the house was so creepy that Tommy automatically sped up a little to get away from it, and Peggy didn't blame him a bit. It's monster house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rain was still heavy, but the wind was letting up a little. Although the lightning flashes and thunder out in the long field surrounding the road were still quite spectacular. They were a bit spooky, spooky lightning. <clears throat> and now Texas is one of those states where um, <clears throat> as soon as the road is like a little bit wet, everybody like loses their shit, right? It's incredible in Houston how much it storms and still it's like in Oregon where <laughs> you'd think that nobody had been in this state for fucking ever. I mean, it's definitely not the case that like the vast majority of people in uh, in, in our major metropolitan areas have not been in the state for. Uh, well, <laughs> not to be the California drivers guy, no but fucking trespass. California drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Texas driver that was taught by California drivers. Oh God, no! You're I'm like the, the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tailgating everybody. Some somewhere, like the guy in charge of ODOT, just like woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> He's from, here. Oh God! From his seven p.m. bedtime. <laughs> well, he's been drunk since four. So that's the thing. When you're in charge of the Oregon Department of Transit, you get to drink and drive. They can't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm an AG in Michigan. I just like, kill somebody. Or is that Minnesota? <laughs> Same. Who cares? It's just, it's just... All right. We got spectacular lightning. They were about a mile past the house when the car hydroplaned. <laughs> nice. That's here's the <clears throat> scary part. It's weird that I I mean I I'm sure that hydroplaning is a thing that's happened since the beginning of the automotive age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a very futuristic word. It sounds cool. Yeah, like It the, sounds like the, oh, like oh, that's what I want to do, right? Like It's like a genre of music that you listen to when you're on Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Hydroplane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so this this car just like so, so lifted up into die. the air delorean <laughs> style cool <laughs> where they're going they don't need roads yes 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 yeah heaven you don't need to drive <laughs> henry blew up the roads <laughs> <laughs> well the car the, the clouds drive themselves by tesla uh, they, they were about a mile past the house when the car hydroplaned peggy screamed as the car turned a complete circle and then slid off the road plunging down into a gully on the opposite side of the road. The car slammed into a large boulder, throwing Peggy violently into the door. Her head banged against the window, and a stabbing pain shot through her shoulder. Oh, God. Is this, <laughs> is this story just going to end with two people dead in a car accident? <laughs> I think so. Just because of a spooky house. <laughs> I, I guess uh, bald tires are terrifying. <laughs> oh, this is written by Michelin. <laughs> What's the star ranking? <laughs> it's not a restaurant at <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, all right uh, la, la, la. stabbing pain shot through her shoulder and arm as the car bounced off the boulder and kept sliding down the incline it bounced off another small boulder spun around and then slid sideways until it came to a shuddering halt under a large pecan tree this is the most texas thing <laughs> pecan tree in a gully i'm sorry <laughs> pecans grow on trees <laughs> yeah buddy what the fuck is a pecan? My, my grandparents lived on a, it's tree fruit. What? Yeah, you idiot. I, I mean, look, I f- forgive me for not knowing the provenance of objectively the worst kind of ingredient for the worst kind of pie, but okay. <laughs> 
my grandparents lived on a like repurposed pecan plantation. It was turned into like a senior living neighborhood. I guess you, I just picture nuts as being, you know, bush bound, but uh Nah buddy. What do you know? You learn you go something. Shake a pecan tree. <laughs> Is that like a Texas way to tell somebody to fuck off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you square headed so and so, why don't you go shake a fucking pecan tree? <laughs> I don't know what square head is. Would you look it's at probably that some racial term that I've <laughs> look all of the uh, all of the uh, Gumby antagonists listening are <laughs> incensed. I gotta stay off of Reddit. <laughs> Peggy's head was spinning, and she felt hot, ah, real hot, sticky liquid pouring down into. Oh, there. Okay, then. Peggy's it's, head was spinning, that, and she felt hot, sticky weird... liquid pouring down into her eyes. It's that weird but... syrup from the pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my pecan pies. <laughs> oh no, it was blood. Oh, I, blood. oh, that makes that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. The sharp flashes of pain coming from her arm and shoulder made her feel sick to her stomach. And the pain soon fa- faded. Just shaft some pecans, uh, <laughs> but the pain soon faded as dots of bright, f- bright light flickered across her vision, and she lost consciousness. <laughs> this story brought to you by the Pecan Board. Have some pecans. <laughs> These trees will fucking get you. <laughs> she was jolted awake by a sudden sharp pain. As a lot of sharp pain, as her boyfriend shook her by the shoulder. Probably the wrong thing to do. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're all stabbed up with glass. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Calling her name desperately above the heavy thunder of rain against the roof. The heavy thunder of rain, but there's also thunder. Yeah, the heavy thunder of rain as opposed to the heavy thunder of thunder. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and don't even get me started on the heavy thunder of pecans falling from the trees and hitting the roof of the car. <laughs> Tommy probably thought she was dead. She thought hazily, considering all the blood covering her face. She managed to open her eyes and say his name, and she saw relief spread across his freckled face. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute when he thinks I'm dead. <laughs> he rubbed a hand frantically through his short red hair and said, Are you all right? You're bleeding. Oh, hey, babe. You okay? <laughs> Perfect. Stick with that voice for this character. Love it. Bumped my head. Peggy managed to say, managed to gasp. Arm, shoulder, feel bad. <laughs> she apparently is. Yeah, she said she hit her head. Okay. Arm bad, fire good. <laughs> Pecan. Lady speed stick. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> Tommy glanced cautiously at her right arm, and she went completely white in the in the semi darkness inside the car. Your arm's all twisted. He said, "I think it's broken." <laughs> yes. It's. Peggy. Uh, I'm getting real, like, Jimbo Jones, my pants are chafing me. (laughs) (laughs) Your arm's all twisted. He's he's got a cord instead of a belt. (laughs) Hey, dude, he's ragging on your cord. (laughs) Uh, Let's just quote Simpsons the rest of the night. At least once a week, I think of... Dad, your hand is caught in the toaster. <laughs> it's in there again. <laughs> it's in there again. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> All right. Yes, Peggy whispered, un- unable to nod her head for fear it would fall off completely. Well, we all have that fear. B- biology and anatomy, not really strong They're courses strong in, in Texas. No, that's fine. No, no, no. Hey, look, the Civil War was fought over states' rights. <laughs> the American Tommy, education system at work. <laughs> Tommy tore a strip of his shirt. <laughs> so hot. 
<laughs> and press it to the cut on her head. Because it was chafing him. Mm-hmm. I could get a tight shirt. I'm going to call for help, he said, when it became obvious that the bleeding was not going to stop right away. Oh, my Hollister shirt won't stop the bleeding. <laughs> he grabbed his cell phone off his belt with shaking hands. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a second. He grabbed his cell phone off his belt with shaking hands. So that's interesting because, I mean, the cell phone, you're like, oh, I guess it's the future. But cell phone <laughs> off his belt, belt. anchors so, this so firmly so in time. <laughs> yes. It is 2007. <laughs> Oh my god. Um <laughs> his Nokia brick. He pulled the antenna out from top <laughs> knowing that it wouldn't give him reception. <laughs> but he had to try. He poked it into Peggy's eye. <laughs> Peggy, your eyes okay? <laughs> here, here, have some antenna energy. <laughs> then he then he swore and frantically pushed at the on button several times. The on button. Peggy closed her eyes in too much pain to care. But she opened them again, and Tommy cried, "The battery's dead, Peggy. Where's your cell phone? This is like more 2001. <laughs> this is pre 9/11. <laughs> what a look! They might be dying, but it's a better world for them. <laughs> We're gonna get the end of the story, and like they get into a motel and turn on the TV and see 9/11 on the news. <laughs> that's the that's the end. And that was the day that I knew <laughs> things would never be the same. <laughs> I hung up my cell phone and put it back on my belt. And I said, babe, hand me my big dog shirt. My phone might be ringing, but freedom. Still singing. I don't know why I asked her. <laughs> All right. Peggy, where's your cell Peggy, where's your cell phone? Forgot it at home. There's a lot of ellipses. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The ellipses of, of brain damage. <laughs> of brain damage. She managed to say against throbbing in her head. Oh, Lord, Tom exclaimed. Could you, like, speed up? Because you're talking, like, really annoyingly slow. <laughs> I'll have to go for help. There was a light in that house we just passed. They'll have a phone I can use. I'll just crawl through that basement window. No problem. Take my shirt and my pants. He didn't say well, that. Yeah. Did he? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Peggy's <laughs> eyes popped wide open at this statement. Even through the haze of pain, she remembered how strange and creepy the house had looked. No, Tommy, stay here. A car will come. She couldn't remember what a car was. She's, oh God, she's losing a lot of blood. She's shattering. (laughs) A car will come. Spock. (laughs) Peggy had to strain through the darkness that was slowly eclipsing her mind in order to say the last few words. I can't stay, Peggy, Tommy said, running his hands wordly through his red hair. Oh, oh, yeah, that was so tough. Making it stand on end. He's got greasy hair. It could take hours for another car to come, and you might bleed to death. Peggy couldn't speak. I'm all running out of shirts and stuff. (laughs) Peggy couldn't speak against the sudden sharp pain stabbing through her arm and shoulder. She just gasped and curled curled on into herself. In onto herself. Sure. You know, I don't have the book in front of me for the listener. That's fair. (laughs) She pictures of a book off of Facebook Messenger. She wilted like a flower. (laughs) Yeah. She did. Uh, also, just as a sidebar, like if you're at the point where like tunnel vision is setting in, yeah, you probably just stay with her. Yeah, you know? just stay. Yeah, yeah. Give her her last rights. Wishing she could pass out so the pain would go away. That's me. Yeah, I'm going to lay you down, Tommy said. I'll try not to move your arm. Very carefully, he adjusted the passenger seat back until it was as flat as he could make it. 
In spite of his care, she cried out. Once as the movement jostled her broken arm. Broken arm. Screaming all the way down. (laughs) (laughs) Is that hurt? What's wrong? I don't understand. I didn't move your broken arm. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sitting on it. Oh, no. (laughs) They're both broken? Fuck. (laughs) Your shoulder looks funny, too, Tommy whispered, as if to himself. I think it's dislocated. He managed to wrench open the badly dented driver's door and ran through the heavy rain to get a couple of blankets out of the trunk. He tucked the blankets around her until she was cocooned in them. There, now you're uh, sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Then he wiped more blood from her face and gingerly put a new clean piece of his shirt against the cut on her head, which was swelling. He just keeps tearing up the shirt. So he's he's standing there in the rain in a crop top at this point. Great. That's a good look. I think if I lose the sleeves next, it'll look pretty cool. It's real like Johnny Depp in, uh, in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'll be back as soon as I can. Tommy said, don't try to move until I come back with help. I won't. Peggy mumbled through the paint. I won't, motherfucker. <laughs> Peggy mumbled through the paint. Then Tommy was racing into the storm, shutting the dented car door behind him, <laughs> just slamming it on her. Oh, my Slid leg. <laughs> for a few moments Peggy drifted in kind of a daze but something at the back of her mind was urging her to wake up it was was all the pecan the the jimbo or whatever forced into her mouth before he left (laughs) for a few moments Peggy drifted in a kind of daze but something at the back of her mind was urging her to wake up she was uneasy about the strange house where Tommy was going to seek aid it looked very threatening and there (laughs) And here she was, alone and helpless beside the road. Some instinct made her pull the blanket up over her head and scrunch down into the seat as if she was just a pile of clothing rather than a person. All right. Yep. Good move. And that's what I do. All the time. Doing it now. The the movement made her arm throb so horribly that she almost threw up, but she did it anyway. (laughs) Threw up or put... Oh, the movement. All right. Only the pecans (laughs) came out. That's fine. (laughs) No need for anyone to know that she was... (laughs) here in the car if they came poking around yeah you wouldn't want to be rescued (laughs) (laughs) it was a silly thought of course brought on by the pain she was in but she kept on sliding down the seat until most of her body was on the floor under the dashboard and her head under the blanket lay cushioned on the seat the steady thudding of the rain on the roof of the car lulled her then and she allowed herself she allowed the tearing weariness caused by her wounds to pull her deep into sleep all right all right that's a turn of phrase i guess it sure is Peggy wasn't sure what woke her. Had a beam of light shone briefly through the blanket? Did she hear someone curse outside? <laughs> Fuck! Pecans! <laughs> she strained eyes and ears, but heard nothing save the soft thudding of the rain, and no light shone through the blanket now. If Tommy had arrived with the rescue squad, surely they would be there would be noise and light and voices. But she heard nothing save the swirl of rain the swish of rain, whatever, and an occasional thumping noise, which she put down to the rubbing of the branch of the pecan tree. The, the sound should have been comforting, but it was not. Goosebumps <laughs> crawled across I'm her. Sitting in a car, bleeding to death. That sound should be comforting. <laughs> Why am I not comfortable? Goosebumps crawled across her arms, even the broken one. <laughs> and she almost ceased breathing for some time 
as some deep part of her inner mind instructed her to freeze and not make a sound. She didn't know how long fear kept her immobile, but suddenly the raw terror ceased, replaced by cold shivers of apprehension and a sick coil in her stomach that had nothing to do with her injuries. Something terrible had happened, uh, she thought warily, fear adding yet more fatigue to her already wounded body. Then she scolded herself for being a ninny. Stupid ninny. <laughs> what was that other Texas <laughs> slur from earlier? <laughs> Go go eat a go kick a pecan tree or something. Go shake a pecan tree. Go kick a pecan tree, a ninny. <laughs> then she scolded herself for being a ninny. It was just her sore head making her imagine things, because that's how brains work. <laughs> Somewhat comforted by this thought, she dozed again, only vaguely aware of a new sound that had not been there before. A soft thud, thud, as of something gently tapping the roof. Thud, thud. That's a Texas thud. <laughs> Pattering of the rain. Thud, thud. Silence. Something, sometimes she would almost wake it and listen to it in a puzzled manner. Thud, thud. Patter of rain. Thud, thud. Had a branch dislodged from the tree? This Peggy wasn't sick. <laughs> Peggy, Peggy, is this Daft Punk's last <laughs> song? Peggy wasn't sure how long she'd been unconscious when she was awoken by a bright light blazing through the window of the car and the sound of male voices exclaiming in horror, oh, thank God it's men. A door, a what door was could go wrong? <laughs> a door was wrenched open, and someone crawled inside just as she lifted her head and clawed the blanket off. She looked up into the blue eyes of a young state policeman. A terrified policeman who immediately shot her. <laughs> <laughs> he reeled back a little in surprise, nearly knocking off his hat, and then cried out when he saw her blood-stained face. You mean, can you blame him? It's, he hasn't been trained. That's fair. And I guess the last thing you expect is like a... A, a, a ghoul <laughs> emerging from blankets. <laughs> Miss, are you all right? He asked, then turned over his shoulder to call for help without waiting for her response. Within moments, she was being carefully lifted into the sea and examined. An ambulance was called, and the officers did what they could to make her comfortable until it arrived. Though for some strange reason, one or the other would pop outside the car to look at something before returning to her side. Peggy managed to tell the officers her story while they waited, and then begged them to tell her where Tommy was. Surely he had come back with them to find her, or he had been injured in the storm. Both officers definitely avoided answering her questions about Tommy and just kept reassuring her that help was on the way. Here, eat more pecans. It'll be fine. Just just put these in your mouth. (laughs) The paramedics arrived promptly. Within a few rather painful minutes, Peggy was strapped to a stretcher and eased out of the ruined car and into the light mist that was all that remained of the rain. It was only as they carried her carefully up the slope of the incline that she thought to look back at the car and saw the grotesque figure hanging from a branch of the pecan tree. For a moment, her brain couldn't decipher what she was seeing in the bright lights of the police car parked on the side of the road. (laughs) Then she heard a thud, thud sound as the foot of the figure scraped the top of this totaled car, and she started screaming over and over in horror. What could it be? One of the police officers (laughs) hastened to block her view, and a paramedic fumbled for some Valium to give her as her (laughs) mind finally registered what she had seen. Tommy's mangled dead body was hanging from the pecan tree just above the car. <clears throat> Nailed to the center of his chest was a no trespassing sign. <laughs> du, du, du. <laughs> it's uh And there was a hook on the car and the high beams. Yeah, and... man door hook hand car door. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's that the Halloween Simpsons where uh the the Freddy Krueger one where Martin dies in class yes, and yes, yes. the blanket comes off of him and they wheel him into kindergarten. 
It's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kindergarten. <laughs> Just oh, higher pitched screams. Yes. Um, uh, well, well, that's that. That you know what? It it's a uh, it's an old standard. Yeah. Some easy listening, you know. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, a good one. But uh, yeah, but I I like that, especially because uh, you know I think as anybody who's who's done some car camping in the past knows, like. Ugh, just yeah the feeling where you're like you're under the blanket like i should probably stay under the blanket Mm -hmm. i don't want to see anything or anybody all the people that are standing outside my car right now all of them (laughs) because you know that there's more than one yep that's horrifying Uh, that's those those two sentences we just said were scarier than the story yes (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) than both stories yes uh all right i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna give that one um Three out of I'm gonna give that four out of five broken extremities. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I was thinking that I'd give it about like six to eight thud thuds. (laughs) How many womp womps? (laughs) Oh, too many womp womps to count. (laughs) That's uh, that sounds like a Texan children's book. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, then uh, the campfire is burning low. Mm. So uh, while I responsibly douse the flames, do tell me your little uh, your spooky. Not tell me your little story. No, tell me your fucking spooky. My spooks. I don't know. Why I'm right. demeaning it. Tell me your fantastic, <laughs> scary story. All right, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, I got real shitty there. <laughs> Let's hear your little story. Um. No, so my wife and I had a child uh, recently. He Mazel just tough. turned a year old. Thank you. And, um, you know, I, I I believe in spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being religious and getting older, it's kind of hard to, like, just be a shitty atheist all the time. So yeah. it's, you know, I, I believe not necessarily, but anyway, I, I, I'm open to the mm. two ideas. You, and you, you, you take mushrooms a few times. You're like, yeah, yeah, yes, there's exactly. something. It's and something. I, Right. And I do believe that kids are a conduit for energy. And I think that they do kind of attract certain things. And since we've had him, like our apartment's pretty mundane, you know, like nothing really. Uh, we just started hearing a lot of knocks whenever mm. he came home. And Me a lot too. of different, like, I would hear very, like, loud thumps. Um, things that sounded like. Um, like steps, like a for sure step in the carpet, you know, things like that. Oh. Okay, all right. Um, That's such a specific noise, too. It is. Like, you know what it is. Uh-huh. And Ugh. he would do things like he would just laugh. But the first times that he would, like, laugh, he did it just by himself. And, like, the mm. smiles he would just give to just nothing in a room where <laughs> Lacey and I are not located. Um, and so they're like, okay, okay. And then... When he was um, about, about three months old, I was sitting with him on the couch and kind of just uh, cradling him to sleep, uh, giving him a bottle. And Lacey and I both have grandparents that we were very close with that we lost uh, mm. before we had this kid. And that's kind of something that we talk about fairly often. And so it was it just seemed uh, crazy that... Uh, Considering that, I was sitting there with him on the couch, and I felt a very distinct four fingers, like someone's hand, on my shoulder, but not a, not in a threatening way or anything. It was just like 
sure. somebody putting like saying, "Hey, you you got it." Oh. <laughs> yeah. The good and the, the the good kind of ghost. Right. So we've had the, we've had the creepy and then I had that moment that's been the most the creep technically the creepiest thing that's happened to me, but it was it was honestly in the moment you're just like, "Huh. Wow." Yeah. <laughs> that's uh yeah, grandparent ghost. That's that's the kind of that's what I'm putting it on instead yeah. of demon. <laughs> I mean, you know. So I feel like uh, you, you've, you it's sort of that thing where it's like, you know, you, you see the tip of an iceberg and you don't necessarily, you don't know what's going on b- below the surface, but mm-hmm. I feel like the two data points you've just given me could suggest a really terrifying, insidious-esque situation where, you know, horrifying demons are circling your home. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, grandpa's got it. For sure, I, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, we're all safe. Yeah. It is weird. Like I've, um, there was a time where I, it kind of seemed like we we had an entity in the house, like there was more direct. That seemed like a roommate. The, like when he was, when Alan was a lot younger, when my kid was a lot younger, um, we heard a lot more bumps and creaks and things like that. And uh, one time I was our hallway lights just for whatever reason just the two lights in the house just started flickering Ooh. and i just was they were i watched them for a while then i was like all right that's enough and they stopped <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah <clears throat> if it if it was just the flicker but the fact that you told it to stop and then that that it did yep. that's well that's that's horribly disconcerting <laughs> Not <any> little <laughs> that's that's terrifying i do have to hope that um you know, as 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 your your child grows up and is, you, you know, c- kids are fucking weird. You know, yep. they're just eerie little. Cr- you, every couple of weeks, there's like a Twitter thread that pops up, and it's like, here's a terrifying thing that my three year old said to me, and it's always like, I see the tall man without the skin in the room at night. And you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> um, you're grounded. Yeah, you you really hope that as as the kid grows up, they get a little bit more firmly anchored in our plane of existence and whatever else there is just drifts back into the ether that's what we're hoping for (laughs) fingers crossed (laughs) i will say though as as i said when you first told me this you gotta sage that baby yeah yeah true just do some smudging (laughs) smudge the crib smudge the baby (laughs) i'll get a priest no no i'm not gonna let a priest around my child no don't do that don't do that that's a different kind of scary yeah yeah. Just fill your kid's mouth with pecans, and it's fine. <laughs> it's great. The old, the old, the old Texas aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks Thanks for being on. Um, uh, where, as, as the absolute final piece, uh, where can people find you? Oh, my God. I barely use so I'm not on Facebook or Twitter. Good for you there. Hell. I, I have an Instagram I barely post to so little that I totally forget. I am... My Instagram is the actor James Woods. <laughs> if you want to follow my Instagram and see some pictures of what I do, yeah. and for <clears throat> for anyone who might have found your your Instagram on accident by trying to find the actor James Woods, it's me. It's yeah. be James Woods. Yeah, better. This is a better <laughs> James Wood. <laughs> I have been tagged in a couple things that people thought they were tagging James Woods in, so <laughs> it's paying off for sure. Love it. <laughs> uh, well, cool, <clears throat> and. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as at that Avalon, and you can email the show at boohahapod at gmail.com. Though, why you would, I, I couldn't say. So. For, for stories, Avalon. Come on now. 
I mean, I most most of the stories uh, I get submitted are just like th- you know things that might make my dick bigger, <laughs> 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 or you know all of these spooky singles in my area or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, well, yeah, then, uh, yeah. Thanks for being on. This was a uh, super fantastic, very spooky. Sage yeah. that baby, and uh, sage that baby, and uh, yeah, stay spooky. Boo, Ooh. right? <laughs> yeah, we don't end strong. It's just kind of a taper okay. off. All right, thanks, All right. Avalon. Good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> cigarettes for dogs and we'll sit there and we'll talk about how to make them ready for the big scary economy 
Basically, we take bad ideas and we make them worse. So why don't you give us a listen? The Hosey Hustle, part of So Below Media. Now get back to the show you were originally listening to. You probably like it a lot. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.